Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. A short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, about 13, 14 minutes usually, but it keeps us in God's Word, and that's important for our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17, but it also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and focused on our spiritual life, our well-being or lack thereof. Help people in your life change their focus, change their direction, grow in their faith, come closer to God by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. You may help them turn their life around and maybe even get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them and for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. We're, we're making the point that as self-sufficient as you might think you are, as, as talented as whatever the great abilities they are that you might possess, you think, however great things you've done in your past and all the way up to and including this point in time, you can't do it yourself. And you haven't done all of those things by yourself. You have been blessed with abilities and capabilities and even opportunities by God. Now, a lot of people don't think about that. And you may be listening to this right now and be saying, ah, no, that, yeah, sure, that's preacher talk. No, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. James chapter 1 and verse 17 says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Now, whatever wonderful abilities you might have, capabilities, even opportunities, if those are truly good things, they're blessings from God realize that. You can't do it yourself. You may be trying to make it on your own through your own abilities, but ultimately those abilities and, and that, that those opportunities, they start to fade away. You can't do it on your own. You need God in your life. You must come to trust in God. Now, we've talked about this. We've looked in some depth at a particular text of Scripture from James chapter 4, verses 13 through 15, actually through verse 17, where James talks about how we make plans as though we are in complete control of our time and our abilities and our opportunities. He said, you know, you say today or tomorrow we're going to go into another into some city. We're going to work there a year, going to buy and sell. We're going to make a profit. And he said, look, you don't even know what tomorrow is. You don't even know if you have a tomorrow. What is your life, he says? It is like a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. But we make these plans on our own. They come up out of our own head, and we think we can control it all. And so we say today or tomorrow, we're going to do such and such. We're going to say there this certain period of time, we're going to do this, we're going to buy, we're going to sell, we're going to enter into this business, and we're going to make a profit. We're going to be successful. And James says, you don't even know if you've got the rest of the day, basically, or tomorrow for sure. And as I've said, we've all had those phone calls or someone calls us and says, Someone, maybe a friend, maybe a work associate, maybe a neighbor, maybe a loved one, maybe a family member. They died last night or they died this morning. We've all had those phone calls and we'll continue to receive those phone calls. And so what is James saying? You need, you need to ask God into your life. You need to ask God into your plans. You need to ask for God's guidance and wisdom as you move forward in your life. 
And so he said, you know, when you're just planning things on your own, out of your own head, by your own emotions and your intellect, without asking God for his wisdom and guidance then and, and his blessings upon your plans, upon your thoughts, help you to see whether that is the best thing to do or not. He said, you're being arrogant. You're being boastful. And he said, that's, that's evil. And so we should be asking, James goes on and says, we should be asking if it is the Lord's will, I will do this or I will do that. And then he finishes that particular text of scripture by saying, anyone who knows what is right to do and does not do it, that's sin. And that's the sin of omission, not doing what we know we should do. We should, and we should all know that we should, ask God to please be with us in our lives, to guide us, to protect us, to bless us, to take care of us. And yet, how many of us don't even ask God? We don't even think about God. Now, if you're listening to this particular podcast, then you're probably focused to one degree or another on God and upon Christ, upon your spiritual life, but there are a whole lot of people and probably people you know in your own life who God is just not in their head. And that needs to change because again, ultimately they're going to come face to face with the reality. They can't do it by themselves. They must trust in God. In fact, they need God in their lives. And you may be able to help them by sharing these studies with them. So we, we encourage you to do that. But also think about it from your own perspective. Make the proper application in your life. The Apostle Paul, he talked about how, we need, how he came to trust in the Lord. We looked in Philippians chapter 2, verse 19. He was writing to the church at Philippi. He said, you know, I, I trust in the Lord that I can send Timothy to you soon. And then we dropped down to verses 23 and 24, and, and he again talked about how he, trust, he trusted in the Lord to see how things would go well with him before he would send Timothy to them. That idea, I trust in the Lord, that's what you need to come to grasp. You need to be able to trust in the Lord. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, beginning with verse 8, the apostle Paul learned vividly a vivid lesson that he needed to trust in God continually. He wrote this, now he's writing, writing this to the church at Corinth, and he says, for we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened beyond measure, above strength, so that we despaired even of life. He doesn't go into great detail as to what, what he's talking about, what situation, exactly what happened. Now, we can speculate, but he says, notice that he says, we were burdened beyond measure. Have you ever felt that way? You tried everything you could think of to do, but nothing was working and you didn't know what else to do? How about ask God into the, into the situation before you ever get to that point? He said, we were burdened beyond measure, above strength. In other words, we'd done all we can do, and, and still the situation was facing us. He said, so that we despaired even of life. And then he goes on to explain that. He says, yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. 
So he says, whatever the situation was, and I, I would like to know. I would like to know just what it was, but he doesn't tell us. We can do some speculation by looking at in, in the record in Acts, the book of Acts, but ultimately we come away and we say, you know, I just don't know that it's, it's covered anywhere in Scripture. But he said it was so bad, it was so serious that we were burdened beyond measure. We were burdened beyond our, our own strength and ability to, to, to fix it or make it or correct it or see us through. He said, we despaired even of life, and yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves. So they were facing death squarely in the face. And he said, that was the situation that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. Ah. He said, we, we needed to learn that lesson. Now, Paul was a powerful apostle, divinely appointed. He... he taught far and wide. He helped establish congregations. He led who knows how many precious souls to salvation in Christ. He was a great gospel preacher and teacher, and yet he said we needed to learn the lesson that we needed to trust in God who raises the dead. We had the death sentence facing us, but God can raise the dead. And so God obviously spared them. And he says in the next verse, who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver us in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. And so Paul, again, learned a great lesson there. They were facing death square in the face, but he said we needed, we needed to learn the lesson that God, to, uh, to, to trust in God and, and lean upon God and depend upon God because God can raise the dead. Now, he did not say we died, but he said we were facing death, but we needed to learn to trust in God who raises the dead and who delivered us from whatever that situation was, and we trust he will still deliver us. In Philippians chapter 3, Philippians chapter 3, we look there and we begin reading with verse 3, and notice what he says. Philippians 3, verse 3, rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh, okay? Though I also might have confidence in the flesh, if anyone else think, uh, thinks that he may have confidence in the flesh, I more so. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, Hebrew of the Hebrews, concerning the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, concerning the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me? These I have counted loss for Christ. And so Paul says, I've got a pedigree. Let me tell you, I've got a bloodline I can fall back on. I can tell you about. I've, I, boy, I've, I can give you all these credentials. But he said, all these things? They don't matter compared to being in Christ. They don't matter compared to being in Christ. What things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. And then we look a little bit further in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 13, and we see the lesson, the realization that Paul learned. He said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, whatever that death sentence was, Whatever that situation was, he said, we needed to learn to trust God, to lean upon him who delivered us from that situation. God is so powerful, he not only gives life, he can raise the dead. We needed to learn that lesson. He probably, Paul probably thought, 
for a period of time in his life that, that hey, let me, show, let me tell you about my bloodline. Let me tell you about my pedigree. Let me tell you about my education, my intellect, how well I know the scriptures. But then he came face to face with the Lord on the road to Damascus when he was hunting down Christians before he had become a Christian himself. And he came to realize, boy, did I blow it. I messed up big time. I have been absolutely 180 degrees wrong. And then he changed his life, being blessed by God. He was baptized into Christ for the remission of his sins. He turned it around. Instead of persecuting Christ, he became a follower of Christ, a teacher of Christ, a preacher of the gospel of Christ. And he learned all those things I thought were so great, I've counted them lost for Christ. They don't mean anything compared to being in Christ. And I've learned that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's the lesson that you need to learn, that I need to learn. And not just intellectually, but we need to learn it to the, to the point that we put it into practice in our lives on a regular basis. Are you doing that? We're going to look a little bit further next time. Let's pray. Father, help us to learn that we can trust you to see us through and that we can do, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us but guide us to walk with Christ faithfully and obediently and consistently. We need you, Father. Help us to realize that and to live that reality. Please forgive us and hear our prayer, gracious Father. In Jesus' name, amen.